Hello, Federico. Thank you very much for joining me once again. Uh, you look great. I already told you that. Um, so, yeah, thank you yep. for, your, for your time. This is kind of very unexpected and we are both not really that prepared, but I wanted to talk with you and you said you had time. So let's let's do it. Um, sure. So how are how are things for you uh, right now in, in Germany? Oh, well, it's been a uh, it's been a roller coaster since the last time we talked. Uh, good things, thankfully. I mm -hmm. just finished my third record, actually, and I delivered it to the label like a week or two ago. Mm -hmm. So it's been great. The label, they love it. And uh, we already have a lot of plans for it. Uh, we're going to start releasing the singles uh, in February next year. So February, March, April, June, July. Uh, sorry. February, March, April, May, June. Mm -hmm. I, I skipped one month. And then in July, we're going to have the full release. Um, okay. It was actually really hard to pick the singles. So, you know, these days, especially, it, it, I don't think releasing an album is the same as it was uh, years ago. You know, people used to buy a CD and, mm -hmm. and sit down and read the booklet, like, I, and just enjoy I the experience going, going to, the yeah. journey. Mm. Now, it's more like, you know, one song comes out on Spotify, and then the next one comes, and then, and then it takes over. So, um, we didn't really want any song to sort of uh, lose potential momentum. Mm -hmm. uh, but the label at the same time, you know, they were like, we can't really release every single song as a single. And I think every song had the potential to be a single, mm -hmm. uh, some of them more than others. But we, we, I guess I, I'm hoping that we picked the uh, strongest. You, you never really know yeah. what will get the most numbers or not. But I hope that people were like this uh, compilation of collaboration tracks that I did with some of my favorite people in the scene right now. Uh, and uh, yeah. Yeah, it's coming soon. I, I was actually quite surprised to hear that it's just for your third album. Really? I mean, I guess my third album, if you count my albums with Entertainment One, now mm -hmm. Monarch, um, okay. Monarch Music Group. Mm -hmm. Yeah, obviously, if, if people go back to like the singles and Bulgar Display of Bass and all these mm -hmm. albums. But, you know, the, the thing with those albums is that... Um, a lot of them were like free releases. I guess I was still trying to build my name out there. So there's not to say that there's no uh, value to mm -hmm. to what the, those compilations were, but um, I guess these this new series of albums with Entertainment One, Monarch Music Group uh, is I guess like the first time where I actually had a CD of Sardonic printed and and like and I could hold in my hands. Um, so it's my third album with Monarch Music Group. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, you you do a lot of uh, collaborations. You know, this is this is kind of um, I'm I'm quite annoyed <laughs> because you get all the the cool guys. You know, I mean, um, does does uh, is it about uh, does it your management do all the 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 pre work to to set up, or is it kind of like oh I would like these guys, no, I, or at I would the like moment that? I'm just. Um working on my own uh, I mean my my manager uh, James Jera you know he, he helped me a lot uh, during mm -hmm. the years but uh, in recent times uh, he actually had to deal with a lot of health issues sadly and uh, he, also with me moving to Europe it was harder for him because he is in Las Vegas mm -hmm. so at some point I guess we just sort of grew apart but I mean we're still good friends mm -hmm. he still uh, gives me some business advice every now and then but um, uh, right now I'm just working on my own for the most part Okay. Uh, there's people out there that help me out uh, and uh, 
sure they, they get a commission if they if they get mm-hmm. something uh, I have a very good friend for example called Ivan Munoz he has mm-hmm. a company called artists and relations and he connects uh, musicians with brands essentially he okay. he is the guy that that connects us say for example if Arturia wants a new set of artists uh, to promote their products and mm-hmm. you know we're also maybe looking for I don't know uh, some new products to try, mm-hmm. something new tools to have, or maybe they need new presets uh, for the new synths. Like that's the guy that is uh, sort of behind the scenes mm-hmm. to make that happen, and he's uh, he's done a great job. I had the opportunity of doing factory presets for the newly released uh, Korg MS Twenty V that wow. Arturia did, which is a huge, huge uh, accomplishment for me because mm-hmm. I mean I know the sound of the synth. But I actually never had one of those in my hands. Like once in in like a in like a master class in Moscow, mm-hmm. and uh, and I remember like uh, I was still struggling with it because I think there was some some issues with it. Like it wasn't um, how to say the the, the I, I thought I thought that I was being a noob, and I'm like if I'm sending the LFO. Mm-hmm. out here into 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 this input why is it not uh being modulated like am i doing something wrong here and then, uh, so the unit was faulty so oh, okay okay mm-hmm. so but you know i still managed but that was like the closest i ever got to to having one of those in my hands and then the, the new editions came out but you know at some point you have to stop uh, collecting gear because you know it's, it's yeah i, and, and, I have more than enough Exactly. I want to get rid of some of my mm-hmm. own stuff. Mm-hmm. But anyway, having the opportunity of working with the MS-20V was great because I could then, um, you know, you could you could harness the sound and you can take it to the next level because obviously as a plugin, then you can you can get away with adding so many other things. Like it can, it, it, it can be a polyphonic mm-hmm. uh, synth right now if you want it to be. And mm-hmm. it sounds so freaking cool. So wow. and they, they were very happy with the sounds. Which is what really matters to me, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, I could uh, tweak as many knobs as I want, but ultimately, if the results are not good, then then what's the point? So uh, they are happy with the sounds, and apparently, people are also very happy. They keep coming back. They mm-hmm. hey, we want more sounds from Zardonic. So it, it's been um, it's been something good for me. It's been a very very mm-hmm. satisfying experience. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, people out there think uh, that the sounds are are cool. Cool. Yeah, because yeah, I think we we touched on it last time. Sometimes, as a as a you know as a free musician, it's not easy to have like a steady income. So you kind of need to kind of have a, a lot of different income streams so that you that you um, you know uh, I I know it more from. Um, um, Actors, you know, actors, we have, we lend one role and then we are, you know, get paid for that and then we need to find another one. So for them, uh, like having a TV series or something is, is a blessing because we get uh, permanently paid for the foreseeable time, you know, so and, and yeah. for musicians, it's the same. Um, but you also... Similar to the synchronization, licensing, all this stuff. Like So, so if your mm. music makes it in a TV show, that, that that's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I had that blessing in uh, a few times, uh, namely in some of those uh, occasions. Uh, thanks to James Jetta, uh, like he was able to to get my music in uh, TNT and NBC Sports back in the day. Mm-hmm. So you know that actually did really well for a while. And uh, and right now, what I'm working on myself, which is one of the things that 
actually, I would say definitely saved my situation during the pandemic was having the blessing of making music for video games, um, mm-hmm. which was a dream of mine since I was a kid, actually. I mean, it's, uh, I had a lot of fun. And how do because you know for me um, you know I'm I'm a devil with music myself a little bit but um, I I find it personally hard to to write something specific for a scene or for you know kind of uh, I have more like when I feel like it I I make a song and and it works for me but I don't you know if you want to do a specific feeling or a, a setting or how do you approach that because this is a, a next level of of music making i mean you're you're a better musician of course but um i think this uh, don't, is, don't be this so is hard challenging yourself. everyone has different everyone has different sources of inspiration in my particular case that's actually the easiest thing for me uh, to me so, sorry really writing, <laughs> i should speak like, english writing catchy things mm-hmm. for example that's really hard for me i know what's catchy Mm-hmm. Um, I usually, and then when you ask me about collaborations, that's actually why I collaborate so much mm-hmm. because I, um, I, you know, I have every comf- I, I have all the confidence in the world about my engineering, about my production skills, but when it comes to composition, I am much better at conveying feelings. Like if you tell me a story, if you okay. tell me a scene, mm-hmm. I can make music to that, that fix perfectly. But if someone tells me like, do something catchy, mm-hmm. like na 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 na, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I, I just I'm not okay. able to. Okay. So okay. when I when I need to do that, I usually ask for help. I think I think the one of the few things that I did that was really catchy, um, that was my own making, my own music was Takeover. Like that little riff, do 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 do. That that's me. That's mm-hmm. all me. I'm really proud of that because it was one of the few things that I was able to do. It was just really catchy, and, and people mm-hmm. sing it sing it along. They love it. But most of the time. Um, I make music that is uh, how to say there, there's a specific there's a very technical term for it in 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 academic terms, but for lack of a better word, let's call it soundtracky. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. <laughs> like soundtrack music that that feels like a soundtrack that feels mm-hmm. epic that feels like it's describing a situation a story. Mm-hmm. Like okay, that's something that okay. comes Got really it. really easily for me, but. You know, these are things that are not necessarily, you know, loop friendly. Yeah, this is, not, this is not for yeah for for a live show or something. It's it's more for sitting down and listen to it and and you know. So you you're the perfect fit for uh for a video game then. For soundtracks, so, yeah. Yeah, for soundtracks. So w- yeah. which which one did you do so far? So I've done um. There's a couple of them that I cannot mention yet mm-hmm. uh, because they're not out, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's a VR game called Super Hot. Uh, the original version did not have music, but they released a sequel con- called uh, Mind Control Delete. Mm-hmm. If everything goes smoothly, they should also have a VR port for that expansion. And I really hope so because I love that game. Um, it- it's just a PC version for now, but I think they realized that the majority of the of the of the fan base, so to say, of the of the of the, of the players. Mm-hmm. Um, that like to play super hot, they play in VR because it really completely changes the experience. So when you have, um, um, it, it, it's much better. VR. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but this, this sequel is also, I thought it was really interesting because they added a lot of, um, 
they, they added a little bit more depth to it. Like there was a story behind it. It wasn't just about, uh, you know, shooting red guys. Like there, mm -hmm. there was, it was more like it felt uh, like we're inside. I saw, I saw. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm, cool. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So if you play through the story mode, mm. um, you, you start hearing little pieces of music in specific parts. And, and, uh, well, I did all of them basically. Mm -hmm. Um, it's funny because when I started creating music for it, it was really, really loaded with details. And like, I tried to go for something that was, uh, my idea was something sort of like portal two meets quake. Okay. One in sort in, in terms of soundtrack, mm -hmm. like okay. the, the, the style, the stylistic, uh, choice for the mm -hmm. sound. And they actually, they had to ask, they had to ask me to, to sort of, uh, to reduce it a down. little bit to, to reduce, yeah they were like this uh, is amazing mm -hmm. and it has but. so much detail <laughs> that it's, it's it's too distracting and then they gave me an example they gave me mm -hmm. a gameplay example and i was like oh my god i'm approaching this the wrong way dude i'm so sorry i was really annoyed mm -hmm. of course because mm -hmm. i put so much love into those of those tracks but ultimately what what matters in the end is that um you know the most important thing is the game Mm -hmm. It's not like an idea that some 3D modeler had or the music that the soundtrack guy is making. It's, it's the game. Mm -hmm. And um, and and that was something that I had to come to terms with. It didn't really take too much for me to do that. It was just like, oh, mm -hmm. this is going to suck. But these guys are totally right. So let me just give me a sec. Let me try this again. And then I redid some of the tracks, like same original idea, but just like stripping them down. And they were like, this is perfect. And then I realized that uh, sort of in, in the case of the soundtrack, it was a case of um, less is more. Uh, less is more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah it so, sounds like because yeah, you, you maybe I know your sound and yeah, you, you, you're quite rich by, by itself, you know, and, and uh, I, I think, yeah, you need to, it would kind of. It would distract from the game, I guess, uh, if, yeah. you, if you put in too much. And, and this is, of course, uh, it needs to uh, help the game and needs to un underline it a little bit, but not um, be the main focus. Yeah, okay. this hmm. is true. But to be fair, there's also people who, I mean, it, ultimately, it's a, it's a stylistic choice. Um, you have to respect what directors uh, want. I've also had people that ask me for the opposite. Mm -hmm. They want to have what tracks like they give me examples of, I don't know, I, I, I started working for music for this game that I cannot mention yet because it's not out yet, but it's mm -hmm. coming out the next year. It's going to be really cool. Um, I always like, like, again. <laughs> it's going to be great. Mm -hmm. um, it's, um, it's an indie developer, but it's an indie developer that is also very, very prominent in the VR scene. I don't know why, but it seems like the VR guys just love my music. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's going to be another VR game. And um, they, you know, they, they gave me a lot of examples with like Mick Gordon tracks and stuff. And, you know, Mick Gordon makes like eight minute long tracks with mm. details everywhere. And mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I mean, okay, if that's what they're looking for, then, you know, I'm trying to give them something like that. But at the end of the day, I'm also like, listen, um, uh, I understand what you're going for. But I, I mean, also... I also have my own style. I don't want to impose it on, on, on what you're doing, but let me try this instead. Mm -hmm. And uh, I will still sort of, uh, I'll, I will, how to say, I will adapt to the concept mm -hmm. ultimately because, you know, if, if, you, if you have to do music for, for whatever, the music has to 
has to match the mm -hmm. concept. But um, I think we found a very good uh, in-between point. Like mm -hmm. some songs were simpler than others based on the characters. Like, uh, you know, in some cases, the, these guys were also like really excited about having something super, super full of detail. And then they would come back and say, well, the music has too much detail. And then I'm thinking, yeah, I remember hearing this before. So, mm -hmm. yeah. so how about let me do my thing. Let's try this first. And then if you want, we can add more details after the fact. But try this music in the game first. And then let me know. Mm -hmm. And then they would come back and say, yeah, this this is working. So, you know, it, it's one of those things. It's, it's working with humans working with other humans mm -hmm. it's, <laughs> it's always it's a back and back and forth and, and stuff here yeah. but but you you mentioned something but i was uh i just realized now because it's also i mean if you do your own music and if you do collaborations with uh you know music you want to put out for for dancing and and for shows and stuff um it's clear that your that your your style is in it you know but if you do it for a video game it's of course your style is is less prominent i i guess because uh, yeah. you need to kind of tone it down uh, however the I, i just realized that so sometimes you're you're more really like a just composer for this bit basically and not uh dj sardonic composes this bit and it will be yeah Definitely. you know uh, i mean different. If, if what they want is drum and bass it can mm. very much provide it's not mm -hmm. a problem but um uh I think this is what I like about soundtracks. It just gives me so much freedom. It, I don't have to be making drum and bass all the time. Mm -hmm. I love drum and bass, but it's, you know, I've, I've been doing this for almost 20 years. I, after some point, I'm like, I need to do something. So I'm glad that I have this this mm -hmm. opportunity to, to create different things. Um, another game that I did music for recently was Red Out 2. Mm -hmm. um it's uh and I, I loved it because it's like a futuristic racing game sort of a tribute to wipeout f-zero that sort of thing mm -hmm. and uh you know they gave me some references of my own tracks which was great because it was much easier like they were like we really like race hill um so we want you to do something like race hill i'm like okay wonderful so i just sit down write a riff put a similar rhythm send it to them ask do you like this or should i take it in a different direction right this is perfect so it was that one was really mm -hmm. really smooth actually mm -hmm. working with the guys from Dorado too um because it, they, they were big fans of the sardonic sound and they mm -hmm. wanted uh, they specifically referenced music from anti-hero and become mm -hmm. so it was a bit easier because then i had already i had already a starting point being that said though the engineer the engineering is still different um for a video game soundtrack like i'm not trying to go balls to the wall loud and it, it doesn't have to be super super clipped like mm -hmm. like you know the, most uh club masters they are insanely loud mm -hmm. for better or worse to me that can yeah. be sometimes a great thing and sometimes a terrible thing um but for soundtracks you have a little bit more of um Like the music matters more than the loudness, sort of mm -hmm. say. Yeah, it needs to be a little bit subdued because uh, somebody else uh, has, has the, the the volume knob in the hand. You know, it, it depends on what the scene is. I mean, if it needs, you know, it can swelling or it can go down and. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a uh, it's a different beast, but it's it's cool. I mean, I'm I'm very happy for you. You know that you that you found something that really fit in well, and and you know have an income because yeah, for musicians, it's so annoying. Um, that yeah, you, you if you can not do shows like was in the so how how about shows? Are are you able to do shows again? 
you you are yeah. right and you're doing shows are um, coming back so. i mean they're definitely not the same as it used to be i mm -hmm. mean Uh, especially But the you're wearing a mask anyway, <laughs> so I just yeah. need to <laughs> say it with a su stu stupid joke. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah no, it's not good. It's not good. Um, no, I mean, I think a lot of the the smaller scenes, I think they were the ones that suffered the most. Mm -hmm. I mean, the festivals, like, yeah, of course, the, the, the bigger the shows, uh, especially the shows that had to be canceled uh, several times. You know, a lot of these people they have debts that completely escape her imagination mm -hmm. you you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to put these numbers together and um you know but you know music festivals big music festivals they really they generate a lot of money mm -hmm. these are like some of them are like even government sponsored because they realize okay these people are like paying so many taxes because of the sheer amount of income they're bringing people to a specific uh, city so that's tourism and so it, it's all it, it, mm -hmm. a festival all connected. Just, yep. exactly mm -hmm. it's not just about making a party anymore it's a, it's a completely mm -hmm. different animal that everyone get, can benefit from so it's a beautiful experience actually I, i'm really happy that we we can still have music festivals but um, you know there are smaller scenes like uh, I don't know, I'm thinking right here, uh, uh, Lithuania, for example. Mm -hmm. um, I played there a couple times. It's great, but, you know, it doesn't really have a, that much of a scene. Mm. Uh, it, that doesn't really matter to me. Like, I don't have to, to necessarily stick to, to shows that are for, like, 10,000 people or else. I don't mind playing smaller shows. I think I'm, I'm happy to adapt to each market because I, I love traveling. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, 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 have, I like to have the opportunity of seeing... Uh, different places, meeting different people, uh, eating different food, sightseeing. Like I really enjoy this. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, um, it's a reason why I chose this lifestyle. Like if not, then what's the point? So there's always going to be markets that have uh, that are more favorable than others, so to say. Um, and I was just talking to a friend from Lithuania, and she was telling me a long time ago, like she wanted to put together a party. And then, well, COVID happened, so we forgot about it. And I was just talking to her like, hey, so what do you think about like, is this still a, a possibility? Because I can always just come over and figure something out. And she said that, yeah, you know, we don't think we can put something together for more than 200 people. And, you know, a personality like you deserves so much more. I'm like, I mean, come on, man. You know, mm -hmm. that there's, yeah, of course, I'd rather play for a lot of, well, there's yeah, but, more but... money for everyone. Everybody wins. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, th th there's some... Um, I think if you if you if you if you lock yourself out of certain markets, then you're just not going to live. You're not yeah. going to have that experience. And I don't, you know? I don't, I don't. Yeah, exactly. That's experience. I would, I would kind of harp on a little bit because it's sometimes. I, I mean, I completely understand it's great uh, to play in front of 10,000 people and yeah you know I, I guess the adrenaline rush is, 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 is uh, enormous but also if you play just for 200 people and you, you see them you can look them in the eye and, and, and you know and, and you can feel and, 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 and smell them or whatever so it's, it's also yeah. the appreciation and they all stink <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but but this is you know like this. The stench uh, this... of sweat from people just jumping all around with my music. But nothing yeah, more is, beautiful this... than that. And exactly, I mean, exactly. In, 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 uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it it is a good thing for sure. I, I know exactly what you're saying. It's um, and I I personally like that. I'm I'm uh, I, I like to be close to people. Mm -hmm. Um, something that sometimes uh, 
especially since I moved to Germany, it's something that sometimes I struggle with because um, Germans really like their personal space. <laughs> yeah, uh, <I> <laughs> and me coming from Venezuela, it's a bit like, you know, I mean, but it's funny because I think right now I'm even becoming too German for my Venezuelan friends. Like, oh, it's okay, okay. odd when someone wants mm -hmm. to come and give me mm -hmm. a hug mm -hmm. and kiss me and I'm like, you're like, <laughs> was passiert hier? Entschuldigung, gehen Sie zurück. Genau. Halt die Abstand. Yeah, I mean, you're you know, in Germany um, now. It's 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 cool to 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 have the experience all together. Mm -hmm. There's going to be places that, have, that can people. generate more money. Mm -hmm. There's going to be places that don't. Mm -hmm. um, uh, my agency as well is very reasonable in that regard. Like, you know, they like to work together with both the artist and the promoter because ultimately they are about building long-term relationships with promoters. Like, it makes no sense if these guys charge them an amount of money that they obviously cannot pay and they pay it anyways because maybe they really like an artist and then they leave a show with, uh, with a financial loss. And then mm -hmm. what's their motivation? Exactly. To and when, we, when, we, when we suffer and when we go bankrupt... And then we're gone. Yeah. So it's it's not, and, not a good situation. And here's the thing, it's not it's not just that. This is how you build scenes. Mm -hmm. So when you have a couple of kids who want to put together a show for two hundred people in a club, that's the beginning of something right there. So when you're working together with these guys, you you have the opportunity of um of growing that scene in that place and, mm -hmm. and then you know, a few years later, then and it becomes will, bigger. Exactly. And we will remember you. We will remember, I mean, you know, if you do it a couple of times, some people will do it once and never again. And some people, but we will remember. And do you remember DJ Zatoni came to our first show and it was so great. And he, he yeah. will be forever grateful. And, uh, you know, this is also, yeah. um, I, I know, you know, sometimes people think this is like a, a um, a shark uh, thing, you know, everyone against everyone and so stuff. No, it's kind of, it's enough uh, here to share around, you know, and, and just um, do it for the love of music. Not know? in so, Europe. In no? Europe, it's not that no? much of a shark okay. competition, like you said. I think this okay. is more of an American thing. Okay. The so whole when, when, yeah, the but, cutthroat business. The whole, hmm. I've, this is actually one of the reasons why I chose to, to live in Europe. I found since I came here that of course, there's going to be some degree of competition. There's always mm -hmm. going to be someone who's trying to step on your dick, mm -hmm. uh, if you'll allow me the expression. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I allow you. <laughs> <laughs> I said it. Okay. Just, but, and I'm not cutting it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. But, you know, I mean, ultimately, I think that um, th th there's enough space uh, uh, to, for everyone to just do whatever they're able to do there's there's a space for everything you know there's mm -hmm. a space for every scene uh, everything can grow in a healthy way it's not like oh they're just pushing what's trendy and that's it like no there's a scene for everything if you if you go look deep enough there's a big scene or, or let's not say big or small there's a scene period mm -hmm. or something there's a scene for goth there's a scene for drum and bass there's a scene for dark drum and bass there's a scene for deep drum and bass there's a scene for techno for melodic techno, for industrial techno, for house, for tech house, for metal, death metal, progressive metal, for jazz, for like whatever. You can find a scene for mm -hmm. everything. There's always going to be a venue in some corner that that can house enough people to 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 to, to you know to to, to get to together allow something and, to happen. Yeah, to, yeah. to happen. Mm -hmm. So 
I love that about uh, it's something I always loved about Europe. It's one of the main reasons why I really mm-hmm. like uh, coming here. I feel I feel like the the scene is always very like the different scenes, the music scenes, uh, always very uh, thriving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I just realized that um, just recently I was at a little gig, and um, it's it's so nice to have just spaces where we we didn't ask for you know um, we didn't even wanted to know what people were doing. It was just like an open open mic where we put everything there, and you can just do. I mean, sometimes it's a lot of shit what you see, but sometimes it's a lot of fun, and and things can happen. You know, you have these spaces where things can happen like you said you know whereas people who are pouring their heart blood into it and, and really want to want to start something and they um they might not give you the best food or not the best sound system or whatever but we we are we are for it you know we're burning for it and we really want to do it and we tell all their friends and then their friends and then they have a big party and it's so so cool i mean you know um i don't know if we fo- talked about it last time but um, what we lack a little bit, and I'm not a religious person, but I, I, we lack this gathering together. You know, all this social media bullshit. It's so, um, it's not the real thing. You need to be together, like you said. You need to smell the sweat. You need to touch uh, people. I mean, in, in, in a nice way. You know, don't don't get me wrong here. But um, you know, you need to. Be... Why not in the wrong way yeah, as well? Yeah, in the this, wrong this, way. This whole exactly. trend of like, oh my god, like consent. Like this is new. Back in the '90s and the early 2000s, at least where I come from. Yeah, you're right. I, you're you know, right. I come from a place where people love having sex all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know about here, but at least that's where I come from, sex? and it's a very what, what, positive what was, thing. What was this again? Sex uh, is something like uh, the w- bunnies do, right? Or uh, is it something? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I, not, I, it's not, I, I it's not a human thing, right? I get you. I always thought like it's, a, it's something so healthy, you know. Mm-hmm. But 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 you're right. Like this is this is a trend. I I think it's. I'm not sure if it's generational or cultural, um, or a bit of both. Um, but yeah, like there seems like, uh, I, I guess people are just seem to be maybe less interested about it. I, I don't know. Um, as I said, I come from a culture where people just, we're, we're all horny mm-hmm. all the time. <laughs> I mean, that's not to say that we're going to do something without someone's consent because that's mm-hmm. then what's the point honestly yeah I, I but, but I don't... this is this is another another can of worms we can open here because it's like um sometimes i feel like i don't want to flirt anymore you, you know because it's so it, exactly it, people get it so We're wrong to the other extreme now because everyone kind of... is so afraid of mm. triggering somebody mm-hmm. of offending somebody and then it's like man i'm just here trying to connect mm-hmm. to genuinely connect mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I completely feel what you're saying, and, and I feel the same. And I think this is something that's affecting all of us at some point. But you know, ultimately, I, I guess that what this what this means is, yes, you do have less connections, but maybe in a way, it sort of makes you appreciate uh, when those connections happen. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In a, in a way. I mean, I'm just trying to look at the sil- at the silver lining. Here. Exactly, and and this is come full circle back to what you just uh, said with the little clubs, and this is where things can happen. You know, this is where people, like-minded people, get together and can meet is in real. Uh, in, in the real world with real people in in real time and talk because this is not what happens when you when you go into a chat room and 
uh, I want to talk about because sometimes you don't know what you want to talk about or sometimes you don't know what you want to find or what you can find what is out there because you're oh I know exactly I like only this and that and that's why I only are that yeah. uh, and you don't and know you, like you don't that know shit and then exactly Instagram shows you a thousand exactly. things that are exactly you're in your bubble like you're, you're kind of uh, captured in your bubble you're a prisoner of social media exactly this is exactly what I mean sometimes you need to get step out of your comfort zone and, and be uh, you know um <laughs> put, sure. put on, your, on your phone be challenged uh, with things that you're not used to like mm -hmm. that's how you learn i mean mm -hmm. did, I, i think if i had never been challenged with with things i didn't like i would have never been into metal because mm -hmm. when i was a kid i was like completely scared of it, mm -hmm. it, it, it like metal music used to terrify me no joke it used to be like because how of, can of the images of the images or of why, why it was so hard or Terrified? No, it was just like the, the whole vibe around. You know, in mm. the 90s, people believed that Satan was a real thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what you, I'm and saying? If, and if you play it back backwards, then, you know, you get the, the, the satanic blah, blah, blah. And, and the one so amazing because I feel suicide. like I was crossing mm. a line, mm. but that mm. fear in its mm -hmm. own and sort of facing that fear just gave me so much power because I also realized that a lot of people that I didn't like very much, they would just stay the fuck away from me. And that was amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, it sort of became a, a sort of shield against the people who are undesirable. And then you're just hanging out with, uh, with, with this new, sort of say, this new clan mm -hmm. of guys who are actually really sweet nice people exactly this is always, always hot looking men you know with, with exactly and, you know zombie t-shirts mm -hmm. and vomiting stuff mm -hmm. and satan and blood and and raping nuns and, and all the wrong things <laughs> you know but it but it was so cool because mm -hmm. because it was wrong mm -hmm. and i think that was the that was the That's something that I believe is missing in music so much these days. Mm -hmm. I remember um, uh, Thrasher from Prospect Recordings, you know, a DJ mm -hmm. Thrasher from from the Netherlands. Is um, look him up if you don't mm -hmm. if you don't know he he, he does uh, he, he's a legend. He's a guy that okay. has been. Um, I think I heard the, oh, I heard of him, but I I I don't yeah I have to admit I'm I don't know him that well. It's all good. It's all good. Mm -hmm. He's a You know, he's been um, uh, helming a brand called Prospect Recordings and uh, Prospect Nights. They, they, they pushed a sort of uh, harder style of drum and bass and hardcore and crossbreed. It was, they do uh, an annual gathering every December called Prospect XL, which is huge. Like, mm -hmm. and, they, and it's all musicians and DJs that are precisely playing um, things that are not safe. And that that is his thing like he mm -hmm. they did this documentary about prospect and that was the first thing he said uh he doesn't like the idea of creating a scene that is safe why does it have to be safe mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. metal is not about yeah. being mm -hmm. safe mm -hmm. you know you know didn't all these norwegian bands in the 90s they were burning churches man like <laughs> think that through for a second mm -hmm. burning churches What is this oh thing about God. making metal uh, woke and mm -hmm. safe? It was about offending people. It was mm -hmm. about being yeah, it wrong. Was, it was punk. It was, about it was pissing it people kind off. of yeah, exactly. It was kind of to anti-establishment and and doing um, things. And 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 you're absolutely right. It's it's kind of we are too. Um, uh, we need to get kicked out of our comfort zone. 
And uh, I wanted to say some, something else. Oh, yeah. And, and also not always pleasing people, you know. And oh, yeah. Now I, I remember. It is kind of We're what... We're all becoming people pleasers and walking on eggshells pretty mm -hmm. much. It's like, mm -hmm. it's, like a, like a, an, it's like being around a borderline person, but like on a social level or something. It's, mm -hmm. it's a freaking... There's an episode of this genius series mm -hmm. that uh, Black Netflix Mirror. did called Black, Black Mirror. Mirror. You guess, probably yeah. watched mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. That episode of this girl who's like trying to get social scores and she's like smiling and getting a selfie and mm -hmm. she looks so cute and so mm -hmm. pink and so perfect and all and just going to her friend's birthday and and oh my god and then you know she she completely loses all her social points and she ends up in jail next to a guy and they have this something that feels like such a liberating conversation which basically consists of both of them just completely insulting each other and just just saying what they really feel in the mm -hmm. most raw mm -hmm. sense obviously if you take that to the other extreme that's also a bad thing like every mm -hmm. extreme is a bad thing we, we exactly. spoke about this in the last mm -hmm. conversation yeah, extremism yeah, this, is bad this is, this is too, so yeah. if, if you take offending people mm -hmm. to to an extreme then it, it can also get out of hand like, it's, mm -hmm. like you know you can you you piss enough people off and then you know at some point you're going to have somebody Fighting it's, back, exactly, and exactly. then fighting and back, and then it's one word, then it's one, then it's one face, then it's a knife, then it's mm. a gun, then it's mm -hmm. a nuclear bomb. Oh, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. so we we still mm -hmm. have to we have to find that balance. We need to mm -hmm. be able to express ourselves. Uh, we cannot be walking on eggshells, but we also. Mm -hmm. we but we should be honest. We should be basically. We just should be honest. You know, we should kind of um, how you say uh, authentic. This is an overused term, but it's kind of be true with yourself because when we don't have this discrepancy, I I just thought about uh, one thing. Uh, that's not so much concerning you, but it's I'm a radio DJ. You know, I have my radio show and I get a lot of songs. And sometimes I have to write why I don't want a song. And you know, and sometimes I just want to say, oh, this because it's shit. It's really bad. It's it's a lot of bonkers. It's it's really stupid stuff. It's not well made, not well crafted. Nothing. It's just bullshit. But of course, I I cannot say that because when I get uh, so I say, oh yeah, you know, uh, I I. I've feel what you're getting to but it's not really maybe some more production value blah 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 so i'm yeah. i sugar coat around it and i want uh, but on the other hand you also touched on that i also you know maybe this is a new starter this is a guy who just starts with music and and he really thinks it's good but but you know i'm i'm listening to a lot of music so of course i can tell him it's bad but i should not be too hard on him because when He, he how can he become better this is my thing um you know one of my mentors so to say when i mm -hmm. started making electronic music was a guy that he's not necessarily the most successful guy out there but he had a success success in his own right mm -hmm. you know he was a part of a local scene in venezuela he played with several several bands And uh, you can say that he's very well made a career out of music himself. Like, I mean, what I'm saying is maybe he wasn't like a Grammy nominated artist or whatsoever, mm -hmm. but you know, he, they, they, they he, did, he they was, did he was somebody in the scene. He was, he, he exactly. was, a, yeah, he was somebody, he was making mm -hmm. money from music. He was paying his dues. He, 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 he was a, a person with influence mm -hmm. and a person with knowledge. Mm -hmm. um, don't ask me why I was always trying to show my stuff. Mm -hmm. And, uh, was very harsh about his feedback 
very harsh. Okay. He wouldn't even tell me this has potential. He said, this sounds like shit. Go back home and do it again and don't talk to me until you finish it. And I would get so pissed at him sometimes. At some point, I almost, I almost, um, punched I, I think I almost punched him in the face. Okay. It, it, it got really close. Mm-hmm. Some point. And, then, and then I was like, I think he, at, at that point, he realized, okay, he's really mm-hmm. overstepping mm-hmm. his boundaries. But um, he did tell me one time, he's like, dude, I knew you had a lot of potential. Uh, matter of fact, some of the songs you were already showing me to me already sounded great. But I knew you could make that better. And if I had told you that you were that you were doing something good, you would have never tried to make it better. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's right. You know, there's a really um, interesting movie which I also believe um, maybe it's a bit of a of another extreme. But it sort of proves that point as well. It's called Whiplash. Did you watch oh, it? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I I haven't watched it yet, but I know what's going on there. Yeah, it's it's really where baby kind of where he pushes also his pupils to the extreme. Yeah, it, mm. it's it's a great mm. movie. Um, I mean, I, I'm still obviously we can we can also touch into all these aspects of uh, you know psychological abuse uh, and and all the, the the traumas and everything mm-hmm. that it leaves. I mean, it's it's also maybe not the best way to go about it. So it's a very old school movie in that regard. Mm-hmm. But I think ultimately the point of the movie is that you know you, you can't just sugarcoat people and because this is the thing. It, it's we're becoming sort of a and, and this is this is a consequence of, of this this uh, sort of uh, you know or. I think we are the first generations that, think, that, that had that you, message you know exactly from our where parents you, where telling you, where us, you, you can do whatever you want and you will and, and just mm-hmm. think about it and you will do it. And then to, everyone needs to watch Fight Club. Mm-hmm. Everyone <sighs> needs to watch Fight Club because this is exactly what's going on. We, we And we, we were also part of that in a way. I mean, we just, I guess we didn't, um, maybe we woke up from it a little earlier, mm-hmm. but yeah we've been told since we're kids that you know we can all make it and we can all be great and we can and then the truth I, is I, I no. wasn't i wasn't but uh, i know what you're talking about because everyone is everyone gets a medal today you know everyone no you know only one kid uh, runs the race but everyone gets yep. a, a medal for yeah you tried hard you did your best and you're doing yep. good and give him a medal is, for trying exactly and this is not true this is i mean i understand what you know nobody should be left behind or whatever but but it's not true and it's also um it kind of hinders the, the children to develop where they are strong because they think they can do everything but we cannot say okay this is not for me this is not for me this is not for me because we win everywhere we, we never get challenged and then we get to the real world and when we have a bad boss and and who tells them oh i cannot work and, here. And, and then they break yeah, down and down. they come back home and they cannot mm-hmm. cope with it and mm-hmm. this actually makes people really sensitive to trauma mm-hmm. This yeah. makes people sensitive to trauma because, you know, it's, they, they go out there believing that, okay, this is how the world is supposed to be, and it's all rainbows and unicorns, mm-hmm. and then, no, it's not. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I think that's, the, that's basically the, that's the beginning of trauma right there, like coming to, to, to terms with the fact that, you know, that there's, um, and, I, and... I read something about it. I don't know what the, what the, the exact words were, but, but I read something about it. Like, this is essentially the... The the, the the things that trigger trauma in itself uh, uh, also also depression because for me this is kind of 
you live an unauthentic life because it's not true that you are good in everything and it's absolutely fine because nobody is perfect and nobody is good in everything but if you are um, not seeing it yourself then you're kind of living yeah. in, in a wrong um, your your mind needs to kind of uh, correct all the time and this m m takes stress on you you know and, and when yeah. you when you are feeling that you're not right um, and but I need to be perfect all the time I look at Instagram everyone yeah. smiles all the time and everyone has and the best figures and everyone and if I'm not perfect then I'm not good enough exactly. and if I'm not good and, enough then I have no oh. social value and I want to kill mm -hmm. myself whatever the hell like exactly. it's, it's, it's and it, a, it should not be you know mm -hmm. I, it's it's um, but I think you know At the same time, um, we can see through it mm -hmm. in a way, and I think that's a good that that's a, the beginning of something good. Like I guess at some point, I would like to believe that uh, certain change has to happen. Mm -hmm. uh, like because I, I think people are just going to be at some point they're just going to be so fed up with it I, that they're going to be so like, too. "What's the point?" Mm -hmm. You know, because for me it's like like I I always describe it like a, a pendulum. You know, the pendulum swung extremely to one one uh, side and now it's kind of swinging back and kind of finds finds a middle ground because um yeah it cannot be that extreme you know that like at, uh, we said in the beginning you cannot even say oh you look good today oh didn't i look good yesterday what is wrong and so you're just making a compliment yeah. is kind of like oh you want to have sex with me no i just wanted to say you look nice and and your hair smells good or whatever yeah. you know um so something like like this just, i had many friends who would remind me every day even even if it wasn't the case mm -hmm. but they would tell me wow oh, you look so good today it's such a nice thing mm -hmm. I, I, I a lot of my friends would do that like you know female friends as well that mm -hmm. maybe they were not necessarily interested in pursuing something beyond that maybe they mm -hmm. maybe yeah maybe if given the chance yes maybe they would have mm -hmm. also had sex with me but but you know one thing is uh, primal instincts another thing is like actually taking that into a real situation like there's many things that keep us uh from from that and maybe um maybe it's not what they're looking for whatever mm -hmm. but I, i think it's nice if i have a an attractive female friend that tells me uh, that i look nice today mm -hmm. that makes me feel good you exactly, know and, and i exactly. go back home like hey mm -hmm. Cool. And it doesn't, Maybe it doesn't, I wear it doesn't that mean again, you know? exactly, and it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that you you know oh, oh, let's go to bed you know uh, right away or so just be being nice to people. This is something, but I I discovered more in the United States, of course. You know, people were kind of it, it was a little bit too much for me as a German, but people were like, oh, you look good, man. Uh, you're working out or whatever. And oh yeah, that's this is a little, that a little bit too are much. Really good, at, and I too love much. it. I yeah, love, I love it. it. Americans I love get a lot of compliments. A lot of people think it's fake. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not necessarily. I'm not sure if it's necessarily fake. Actually, I just. I think that's. A, it's, that's it's genuinely style who of people a con are, conversation. Right? It's a style of of where starting yeah. a conversation. You know, even uh, I, I remember I was once at Walmart or somewhere, and and the guy who packed my bags was like, "Oh man, you look good. You you work out and and stuff." And and you know there was nothing in it for him, just to to make a nice comment yeah. and and stuff. And so it was like, yeah. And, and thank you and and, and you uh, I completely get that and I get also that people say it's fake because for me it's just it's a little bit too much you know I'm you are you know I used to German Germany and I'm German so it's a little bit yeah. too much in Germany in, in, in Germany excellence <laughs> is a national duty so anything that is below it 
is, is, is uh, that's something that I've found here that but also that says a lot about uh, why Germans are known for being efficient for being industrious for being you know for for having the best quality because Richtig. here Richtig. you know uh, when they get when they get to the point I keep hearing you know the best compliment you can get here I know it's not exactly literally like mm -hmm. that but you know Nick mm -hmm. yeah something uh, ganz gut um, yeah Ganz gut yeah, is already okay. like uh, in, 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 in English, in America, you would say, oh, this is perfect. This is awesome, dude. Amazing. Awesome. Amazing. It's quite good. I used to start using those words, but mm -hmm. in German, I wanted to mm -hmm. learn. And so I started mm -hmm. asking, so, okay, how do I tell someone that something's awesome? Yeah, no, ganz gut. No, 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 no. I want to say the actual mm -hmm. word for awesome. I want to start mm -hmm. learning all these exaggerated words like fabulous and whatever. Mm -hmm. and, and a friend of mine just told me all of them. And I started using them. Nobody will take you seriously. People would just look at me like I was a freak. I was like, I don't know. I would I would go to a restaurant mm -hmm. and um, and eat like an amazing mm -hmm. meal. Because to me, everything really is amazing. Mm -hmm. and, and they would ask me like a... As a hat es Ihnen geschmeckt? Hat es Ihnen geschmeckt? Und dann würde ich sagen, ja, das war weltbewegend. Und dann würden sie mich anschauen, wie, komm, es ist nur ein bisschen. Ja, genau. Ja, genau. Wir haben eine komplett andere Baseline. Aber was du gerade gesagt hast, hat mich gedacht, und du hast absolut recht, es ist so schön, happy and wondering about things and, and finding things. It's kind of like a childish, uh, a childlike uh, uh, thing. That yeah. you, oh, look at this flower, how nice it looks. And oh, oh this, this song is awesome. I want to dance to it again and stuff. Yeah. You know, this is like a child yeah. and it makes life so much fuller. Uh, and, and yeah, we, we Germans are a For little sure. bit very reserved, unfortunately, in, in, this, in this regard. Yeah, we will look strange yeah. at you if you say, das war wunderbar. Das ist ja so toll. Oh, ein Gaumenschmaus. We, we, yeah, would, not, we, would, not, we would not take you seriously. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that, I, I, it is kind of sad. Like, I mean, sometimes I feel it's not fair to, to complain about it. Like, I can also give you a, a whole list of amazing things uh, about Germany. There's a reason I'm still living here. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, there's many reasons I'm still living here. But... I don't know. I, I yeah, do but have this, to this say is really not, that's, not that's our one strong thing suit. that I that's would not, yeah. I would suggest that <laughs> if people here could slowly be a bit more open uh, in that regard, I think it would actually it would be good for Germany. You but, know? but uh, you know, just uh, be the change you want to see. That's what I'm doing because yeah. I'm I do that. I, I you know, there was a, a lady the other other day uh, next to me, and it, it was an old lady, you know, uh, like really old, 70 or something. And I said, oh, you smell good. And she was like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, kind of yeah. and and just uh, you know. Be the change you want to see, and this is this is what I'm doing. I'm trying to to be, um, because you're absolutely right. Germans in general are very, you know, well, looking grumpy and mm, and. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I had a boss. Well, well, okay. I, I'm not sure if it's hmm. that much like okay, that. Yeah, but, maybe, but yeah, maybe, you, maybe you, I know what you mean. It's, it's, it's people I, are reserved. I wanted. Okay, okay I, I can give you. I can give you a comparison because I worked also in the United States and. Um, here, one of my bosses said once, this is shit, and this is shit, and this is shit, and all what I didn't mention works good. 
Yeah. And in okay. United States, it was like, oh, Toby, you did a great job. You know, you did. And, and I was looking at my boss and say, but I did exactly what you asked me to. Yeah, you did a great job, Toby. This is, and I was like, but, but you told me and you're paying me for that. So you don't have to, I mean, you know, I was, I was flabbergasted when I was so you were just uh, praised. Completely, I was praised for my compete. job. <laughs> but this is yeah. what you wanted from me and I did what you wanted from me and nothing more and nothing less and you say yes this was great and and yeah it was it was cool but i had to learn just to to finish this thing um i had to learn uh to to kind of have the negative um that if i don't get praised and if i don't get something good back for a uh, good feedback from my boss when i did something wrong when i have to look uh what didn't went from you know it's kind of a the negative if you like an old picture you have a negative you have to see what's not there and then you understand uh, where you need to be better you know because we you get yeah. more praise but no negative comments so yeah yeah the, the um, i sometimes i i have to remind myself sometimes who i who i am emailing so i know when i can be german when i cannot be because this is something again so 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 we because I'd like to go to the positive things I like about okay, Germany. No, of course, of, um, I mean, I, I like Germany too. I mean, I'm German, so... Yeah. Um... <laughs> so, you, you know, that there's this thing um, when you get an email, for example. So what do you think? Germans immediately would look for everything that is wrong about something. Mm -hmm. But this is the fastest way to getting something to be excellent in the shortest possible amount of time. Why do you think Okay, I'm gonna look for everything that is wrong about this. Uh, this needs to be fixed. This isn't right. This is a little bit crooked. And then they fix that. Nixu Mekan. And then it's fast and it's done mm -hmm. and it's excellent. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. so you know, th there's there's definitely something good to be said about that. No, um, of course, of course. So when you have to waste, when you have to waste a little bit too much time and saying like, "Oh my God, this is great. I really like the tones that you use. I think the style is great." Maybe you could try putting this. It's like you 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 have to sugarcoat it. You have to prepare mm -hmm, people mm -hmm. for the negative feedback, mm. and yeah. the negative feedback always comes to the maybe. You know, this it's... this this is a, a good point. What what I also I mean I'm German, like I said. Uh, what I really like is if you ask a German, you get a, a reply, and he means it. It's not like. Oh, uh, you know, sometimes uh, in United States and also in other places where you kind of have to read between uh, the lines to understand uh, if a person really likes it or not. The German would say, no, I don't like it. Oh, it's, I've it, had so many it. times also where people there would promise you things like, <laughs> yeah, dude, for sure, come over <laughs> to my place, let's have <laughs> some drink. And <laughs> they actually don't mean that. Mm -hmm. But, you mean United but States? It's, it's, United it's States. funny mm -hmm. because I, I think I think we have a bit of a, a little bit of that too. Like sometimes we just want to be cool and just be mm. welcoming, but mm. maybe we don't necessarily know that person that well to actually bring him over or, or something. But but we don't want to be, you know. Mm -hmm. so, so we just no say rude. We don't want to be rude. Uh, so yeah, let's have dinner sometimes. That's the, the typical American exactly. thing. Exactly. Yeah. Over mm. here, when I started saying that, I mm. would get replies from people like, hey, so you mentioned something about having dinner sometimes. So I have, uh, I am free on Friday after 8 p.m. Should we meet? I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, Germans take you seriously. This is kind of, I yeah, know, this is not. But this was mm. amazing because mm. it actually it changed my perspective on everything. Mm. And now I am the one who's too German for people. When I get people telling me, yeah, I'll call you in an hour. And they don't call me in one hour mm -hmm. exactly from the minute <laughs> they said this. I get so pissed off. You know, I feel like it's such a disrespect to my time. <laughs> for, for, so, for, for, so the viewers, been, for the viewers been, out uh, there, I was, I was five <laughs> minutes late today, for, so he was very mad. He was steaming hot. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. But there you go. I, I guess I am integrated a little bit. Yeah, you're, you're very much. How how long are you again in, in Germany now? For for six, um, six years? No. So officiel, hmm? uh, I am here since November 2017, as in with the uh, Naufenhalstitel. Mm -hmm. But I mm -hmm. was here. I had moved already in July, but mm. uh, you know the first mm. three months I was mm. just using the. The sort uh, of visa the, waiver visit, visit thing. The Viva, Then I did all the, the documentation mm. to get the okay. the proper residence you, permit. You and got then I... assimilated. You got assimilated. Yeah, you, you are one of the go. Borg now. Yes, <laughs> you belong to <laughs> us. <laughs> uh, imagine that, because it's just um, you know, I, I I came here with a with a certain illusion, mm -hmm. sort of say. <laughs> to me, I was never really moving to Germany. I was moving mm. to Europe because mm. in my eyes and in my head, Europe is one country and everybody mm. loves each other. And then I come to Germany and realize not even between the regions, no, you know, no, no, like no. Bavaria, Bavaria is, that's already is, is a problem. Not Germany. Bavaria is not Germany. And, and I have, yeah, Bavaria uh, is not Germany. Ostfriesland is not Germany. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, where, where is Germany? Thüringen. Is it Berlin? Thüringen. <laughs> not really. Yeah, yeah, no, Thüringen. No, it's not. It's not, it's not. No, but yeah, see, see, that's a, that's a, that's a good point because you, you know, for me as a as a as a German, for me, uh, I I look like this of of South America because kind of I I know of course there's a lot of different countries there, but it's kind of the South Americans. So okay, the Europeans, you know, you have French, you have Netherlands, you have. And they also different regions in there. It's kind of it's impossible to get them all under one thing. You know, it's it's uh, everyone is so individual. And in, in Germany, uh, Europe is even okay. I cannot really compare it because I never been to South America. But um, I think it's as as diverse as South America. You know, with all the the tribes and all the the little uh, influences there's, with the Spaniards sure. were I mean, there. There's and still countries. Obviously, we we all have. Um, um, there, there's, uh, well, I mean, we were all mostly Spanish colonies, former Spanish mm -hmm. colonies, but I mean, but there were also Dutch colonies and French colonies mm -hmm. and the Portuguese colonies, namely Brazil being the, the, the biggest one, um, which is, I think it's most of the South American territory is comprised by Brazil. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and Brazil was biggest, a Portuguese colony. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. And then you have French Guiana, and then you have Suriname. Uh, and, but mm -hmm. but this is, I mean, the funny thing is, I think when we think about South America, um, it's funny because I've met so many people in the Netherlands that are from Suriname, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have a lot and of people. I'm, like, oh, I'm from Venezuela. Oh my God, you're from Venezuela. I'm from Suriname. And I'm like, mm -hmm. where? Like I, I actually had to double check. Oh shit! Yes, Suriname. we yeah, have it's, a country it's, it's, it's next your, door. It's your, it's your neighbor uh, neighborhood exactly. Hmm. And, uh, we just have no idea because I, I think most of South America. Um, but, but I never liked that because I, I wanted to 
I wanted to see all of it. I wanted to understand every corner of South America as much mm-hmm. as possible, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because when when you're in when when you think of South America, maybe you think of uh, Venezuela, Colombia, Peru, Argentina, Brazil, Chile. Mm-hmm. You know, but then if you think of I don't know El Salvador, Honduras, this is already a completely different world. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's not a lot of, of tourism happening between say, uh, Venezuela and Guatemala, for example. And Guatemala mm-hmm. is such a wonderful place, beautiful place. You know, so, so I was like, I, I need to go, I want to go to all these places. I want to see what's happening here. You know, what, mm-hmm. what am I missing out? Yeah. Um, what am I missing out on? Sorry. And, uh, well, I did a, I mean, I, I, at some point I took a bus and I went all the way from Panama to Guatemala uh, met a stop in Nicaragua. Met a, I some really, really shady stuff. Like, I mean, there's, mm-hmm. you know, some of the stereotypes are true. Mm-hmm. Some of the stories they tell you, like, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't go through here. Yeah, you probably shouldn't. I mean, not everything is true, but there is some truth to the stereotype. It's mm-hmm. the same thing when we're talking about the, the, the stereotypical German. Yes, of course. And a lot of people every, are not like that. Exactly. But there's exactly. always going to be mm-hmm. people who match the stereotype the same will happen with venezuelans mm-hmm. with uh, with uh, with with honduras with el salvador mm-hmm. uh with argentinians mm-hmm. um argentinians are infamous for they were actually like they were the 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 subject of all these jokes of uh, the the most um pretentious nationality like they they think they are the the best in the world but we uh, are the best in the world <laughs> yeah i know i'm sorry there's argentinians <laughs> they, they were a little bit like the british in that sense mm-hmm. okay. but i think venezuelans were not really looking at themselves because i can tell you right now and i take responsibility as a venezuelan born citizen mm-hmm. and well I consider myself a citizen of the world because i've seen too mm-hmm. much of it i've absorbed mm-hmm. too much from mm-hmm. every little thing but uh, I can definitely tell you that uh, Venezuelans are like the kings of of being the kings. Like they they just think they they, they own the world, and anywhere okay. they go, mm-hmm. you need to put a fucking red carpet mm-hmm. so for them to walk on top of. Like it, it's so crazy, and 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 I kept seeing it all, okay. all over the place, and I'm like, shit, we we actually we we, we actually think that we are some hot shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and, and in in some in, in in a certain way, this can also be a very good thing because it gives you sort of um, you, you feel this confidence, like you yep. can actually yeah, you, 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 you take can kind on of the world, just go there and 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 so. But but I I was thinking as you, as you said this because I lived abroad myself as well and and I w- realized how much German I am as I was living in other countries because things are so different there and and uh, the, the the craziest one was for me in Africa where I really had to learn to understand what we are talking about be- because we didn't lie but we kind of kind of bend the truth quite a lot you know so it's and and they didn't want to 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 make me um I, it was it was really weird and they have a different where i really uh, um found out that i'm so german we had a different work ethic we were not lazy we just work differently you know and and so um things and there i realized okay i need i need to go back to germany because uh, i belong to my tribe because yeah this is this is what i know this is how i i know how to to deal with things and how to approach things because 
having been outside of a, uh, in other countries is kind of you also learn to appreciate what you have in Germany, you know? For and, sure. And this is... For sure. I mean, I, I think about that uh, sometimes as well. Uh, I definitely, there's a lot of things I miss about my country. Mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes I think like, dude, what if I just go back? I mean, but honestly, there, there, there's a lot of things against that possibility mm -hmm. in my particular case. Okay. Being, one of the main things being that, uh, well, if, if you, forget all the crime rate uh, all in the situation and the, the political mm. turmoil and all that stuff um, it, it's sort of easing down a little bit but I think if Venezuela was in the EU and if it was part of the Schengen area you know, if it was somewhere like I don't know next to Romania maybe I could live there you mm -hmm. know because at least I would have a direct access to all these other countries where I am playing the most mm-hmm Because my bigger market for shows is still Europe. Well, the biggest market was Russia, but obviously I can't yeah, go there right now. Problems right now. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah there's there's. Let's maybe thing. not 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 go. If something's going on, I don't know no. what. Uh, we've never heard of it, but um, yeah, something. No, I, I hear you. We're not going there. Mm. It's too heartbreaking. I have but, a friend so, in. Uh, I have a few friends in in Russia, so I, I'm I'm with the people, but certain things are not good. <clears throat> I know, I know. Uh, same here. Mm. Friends in both Russia and Ukraine. Mm -hmm. It's it's heartbreaking, really. You you can you can only only uh, hope that at some point, uh, you know, the governments are going to decide that maybe you know there are better ways to go about things. Mm -hmm. I think maybe, maybe not bump places. Like yeah. it's not it's not nice. <laughs> it mm -hmm. doesn't bring anything <laughs> good. Yeah, no. It's um, I'm 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 really, I'm really, you you know. Uh, We touched on this earlier a little bit that people are so um, uh, uh, wrapped in in bubble wrap, you know, and and nothing bad happens, and so and it's kind of a, a staunch reminder that there are still evil and bad things happening out there on, on our store. So in a in a in a very weird and I hope people don't get me wrong, twisted way, I'm happy in in quotes that things happened because. Uh, we need to wake up, you know, things are not always uh, shiny and happy and, and good, you know, we kind of have to also protect ourselves and protect our yeah. democracy and protect our way of living, you know, against um, enemies and, and, and I, I, you know, I don't want to kill anyone and I don't want to be uh, rude or something, but we also need to be able to defend ourselves. That's basically it. I don't want to... Uh, uh, um, How you say angreifen? Um, no, I don't forget, I forget the English. Word. No, I know what you mean. I don't want to uh, um, attack. I, I don't want to attack anyone, but I want to be that nobody attacks me. I want to be strong enough to and, and to kind of uh, repel them with with my strength. I mean, I am. Um, I, I keep telling people this um, when it comes to you know the the sovereignty of a nation and uh, the, the, the the right to defend ourselves and whatnot. Um, I personally. And, and and let me start and finish because I'm going to get to to the point where you got to. Um, I personally believe that war is obsolete. Military should be obsolete. We mm -hmm. should not need the military. Uh, I believe that it's a total brainwash that a government gives you a free uniform with a, with a flag that they decide to put on you and they program you to go kill somebody else in the name of whatever piece of land that supposes territory that's all an illusion created by humankind and all that jazz. But I realize that what I said is very, very idealistic at best. So sadly, 
this is what's up. Mm-hmm. This is the game. Yep. I don't have to agree with it, but it doesn't. If whether you agree with it or not, the game is still, it's, it's still you, know, you cannot you cannot change the, the tables or the cards you got dealt with. And I'm absolutely with you. I'm I I would wish it would be the same, but then again, we are human beings, and there will always be somebody who wants more or who wants something else or who wants who doesn't want to talk about it and 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 have a discussion or you know a democratic way of finding a solution uh, so you, and then you they want to of, force their, hmm. they want to force themselves in i mean hmm. yeah this this is i think this is the way of um it's I, i'm gonna use a term that's very popular with the left but it's but the, i think this is what's really going on it's imperialism okay the thing is hmm. when people think of imperialism they only think about the usa mm-hmm. that, that's not the or, only or the... country that can Or uh, England, uh, England was uh, quite an empire, so we were kind of imperialistic. Hmm. Exactly, <clears throat> and I and I and I think that's it. You know, uh, but ultimately, there, there's a guy that I I forgot his name, but I thought it was um, he was very uh, very smart in that regard because he was you know like you were being right now. He was just being realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, when we keep talking about human rights and about what things should be and the way that just gets you into a lot of trouble because sadly whether we like it or not when it comes to diplomacy might makes right should that be the case no it really shouldn't be mm-hmm. a lot of things shouldn't exist nuclear fucking warheads should not exist exactly. armies should not exist so but they really do stupid. so ultimately <clears throat> power is going to come down to the person who mm-hmm. you know has the bigger bomb Uh, it's sad but it is mm-hmm. what it is it's mm-hmm. not the world that i want to live in it's not the values that i live by but it's but something it's that exists. we're living exactly it's, so it's still you know you can it's wishful thinking people exist with mm-hmm. all these people and mm-hmm. before one of them goes mm-hmm. crazy you know we have to learn to 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 shake hands mm-hmm. with all these people that we don't necessarily agree with so we avoid um mm-hmm. coming to to mm-hmm. to to a to, bad to conclusion exactly to a yeah. bad conclusion um there's um, but yeah, i think it's ultimately water. as you said it's 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 um it's a really obviously it's a really touchy subject that we sadly you mm-hmm. know we, we can talk as much about it as yeah, we maybe, want maybe we, we will you know we are just two musicians and we should just talk about music I no just no wanna, no it's fine wanna, wanna, i wanna, i i think hmm. it's good that we mm-hmm. you know we we have to be able to talk about everything it's yeah, our it's, true, it's our it's true. That's, that's also what i want in, in this in this talk uh you know that we don't have any uh, bars and and only and and we don't uh, telling you know people to do suicide or do some bad stuff we're just talking about our opinion and i'm kind current of, topics um, it's current topics, topics that concern exactly. everybody i mean everyone that is a human being that that mm-hmm. has a, a a you know a an, heart an inch mm-hmm. of humanity a heart mm-hmm. uh should be concerned about it for sure mm-hmm. uh and just like you i have many friends on both sides of the of the fence mm-hmm. um completely hard, i mean what can you say you know it's it's a, it's a ukraine is out a war zone thanks mm-hmm. to this and there's so i had also so many friends in russia that are work desperately trying to flee some of them thankfully fled so mm-hmm. that's uh, one one less person that's going to be drafted mm-hmm. and uh, they have um that they're going uh they were able to to come as refugees in other countries um i think that's great but i think at the at the same time i think it's really sad and i'm gonna go ahead and say this with i know it's gonna be it's a risk of maybe some people are maybe not gonna like it but um i also i also think that all this like russophobia is uncalled for because mm-hmm. there's too many people there who 
don't agree with what's going exactly. on. Exactly. And maybe they, they can't do much else. And, you and, know? and I, as a, as a East German, can, can relate to this quite a lot because we were also in an oppressive uh, regime. I was 14 hmm. as the wall came down. So, but I still remember, you know, and I know um, if you spoke out against the ruler, the ruling class, you get into prison, you get uh, uh, um, tortured or you get even killed, you know. So uh, I completely understand that there is no big rise. See, look at China. There are some riots now for for the for the COVID strategy for the zero COVID uh, strategy, uh, and and this is really uh, hard for them. You know, for us it's easy to go on the street and say, "Oh, I don't want that," and I don't agree, blah blah blah. You know, but for them it's really their their life is on the line and their life of their family, not just theirs. You know, and so I completely sympathize with the people in Russia. And I understand that we cannot just say, "Oh, yeah, you know, why don't we do it? Uh, you know, why don't do a coup or something." Man, because you get killed for such stuff, you know. It's it's not like uh, in in the movies, yeah, and everything is uh, happily after. You, uh, you know, this is the real world where things go wrong. And anyway, so yeah, I heard um, people say something like, you know, it's really it's really easy to point a finger and say, oh no, it's their responsibility. They have mm -hmm. to overthrow the government. Mm -hmm. I'm like, dude, I come from Venezuela. They tried mm -hmm. to overthrow the governments for the last 20 years, and it mm -hmm. didn't happen. And they were rivers of millions of people in the streets. Mm -hmm. And the government didn't leave. Mm -hmm. Why did that happen? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and this, is, this is the thing. Uh, as, so I'm one of the rare, or, you know, East Germany is one of the rare cases where it worked. And, and this is just something to be very grateful for, that it went unbloody and, and, and without any big problems. But this is not the norm. The norm is bloodshed, and and you know the. I read the, a little bit about it because I needed to to learn about it for my. Um, for your uh, German test and or your German yeah, you uh, Einbürgerungstest. What was the name uh, of test. The, the, Einbürgerungstest? Is it this? Einbürgerungstest. Mm -hmm. Genau. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Tag der Deutsche Einheit. And I thought it was um, uh, it's such a beautiful thing, really, because. Uh, I think that reminds us that ultimately we always come to that point. No matter how oppressive governments can be, at some point people just realize like there's no point in this. We cannot we cannot shoot all of us. We cannot uh, imprison all of us. We cannot shoot all of us. And then when you understand, okay, you know what, <clears throat> let's do it and, and go. And it might not work right away. You know, uh, there was a um, Platz des Himmlischen Friedens, Tantiemen Platz in, uh, in, in, in China, you know, in 1985, I think, uh, where it didn't work out. And there was this guy, you know, the, 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 the iconic uh, picture where he was in front of a, of a tank and, and, and stopped the tank, you know. <clears throat> so this can happen. And, and uh, yeah, and anyway, I'm, I'm with, with the Russian people and... We are really nice people, and I, oh, I get even emotional because this is so stupid. Dude, I mean, mm. Russia is the place where the, the promoters treated me the best, where mm -hmm. they paid the best, mm -hmm. where they, they invested themselves the most in my brand. Mm. The people were always the friendliest to me. And they know the how women to party. Were the nicest they know how to, to party. Me. <laughs> I mean, I, I can keep going. I was mm -hmm. going to move to mm -hmm. Russia. I was going to move to Moscow mm -hmm. in 2020. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, mm -hmm. Obviously, uh, uh, 
I'm sad to say that I'm glad I did it because mm-hmm. imagine if I was living there in the middle of this this nightmare. A friend of mine is still living there. Still living in Petersburg. And it, yeah. he's still doing fine, you know, he's a musician as well. And um, he just recently came to Germany because he was uh, a, a tour guide for um, for some musicians and stuff. Anyway, he was able to get out. He was able to. Yeah, he's a German, you know, he he has a German passport and, and apparently it worked. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's I also heard, you know, the Russian scene. I, I, I had a Russian uh, radio show um, where from uh, and we stopped now with a war going on and stuff, and uh, it's so sad, you know. We we kind of like you, a lot of Rammstein, you know. Rammstein is big in in in, in where you know we, we like the extreme music and and uh, and and they're cool people. I I really hate. Anyway, let's maybe or maybe uh, I see we are now for for uh, an hour. I don't want to keep you too long. And I have to do. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, maybe um, maybe we could make some of the closing remarks and then because yeah. yeah, I should probably get a shower and. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you stink. Get, get, ready, get ready for bed because it's freaking. It's mm. six p.m. and it's already pitch dark. So. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it, it, the you know soon comes the um, uh, winter uh, um, solstice. You know, um, on the twenty first is the winter solstice, yeah. and then the days get longer again. So yeah. just hold up a little bit longer. And then so. be, so. be, be happy that you don't go to Scandinavia or something, you know, where, where you oh, have, I, uh, know. I was in Estonia, in Tallinn, um, mm-hmm. in summer once. So it was the opposite, right? Mm-hmm. I was going into a club at 11 p.m. and the sun was out. And I left at 3 a.m. and the sun was out. It was I, I would, it would kind of freak, It would freak me out kind of a little bit. It's kind of like... Yeah. Uh, the people, how do we deal with that? You know, we, we should really talk about it because you get your, your, your sleeping patterns. I mean, you talked about, you know, sleeping uh, patterns uh, establishment and you get completely lost. I, I, I heard, I have friends yes, in, in, in Scandinavia. I mean, but think about <clears throat> it. You, you know what's funny? When I'm walking down the street, completely sleep deprived because I can't sleep properly because of this. And then all I see is this gray sky and rain all the time. And I'm walking and I have this really deep depression coming down to me. And then suddenly my head starts to make music mm-hmm. to that scene, you know? Ooh. And guess what music mm-hmm. is playing in my head? Black metal. <laughs> so yep, yep, so yep. there's a makes, reason makes sense. Makes why sense. black I'm... metal happened in Scandinavia. Mm-hmm. Black metal could not happen in Jamaica. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Exactly. Jamaica is like, yeah, man, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and maybe, maybe there's, soon there's in Germany. Go. Maybe soon in Germany. You know, we're talking about. Yeah, that's what um, I heard. Uh, so let's let's see. Next time we we may, <laughs> it might take us a little bit longer for a conversation. Yeah. Because yeah, let's let's. Because see. when that happens, we can celebrate like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm all we, about that. We will, we will. Okay. So yeah, thank you very much. It was it was. A lot of fun to talk with you again and uh, maybe we should do it maybe not uh, every two years maybe a little bit more often if you if you want um, sure. <laughs> so thanks a lot get a shower uh, and uh, all the best and uh, yeah um, thank thank you very much have a good evening einen guten abend wünsche ich dir einen schönen Vielen lieben Dank. gleichfalls mein lieber und schönen abend noch ciao ciao